Hey, Kyle, how are you, man? I'm well, thank you. You're about to come back to the U.S. for the tour, right? Yes, we are. And this, I mean, um, you guys have been doing this tour now for, I mean, on and off, I guess, what, 17 years you've been a band? Oh, Lordy. Yeah, we haven't been to the States now in three years. So, um, yeah, it's 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 been a while. But, yeah, I mean, you know, the band, you know, when people throw figures like that at me, I get a bit scared. <laughs> We've been, <laughs> what exactly have we been doing for all that time? But, no, it's it's been, this is our seventh record, and... You know, each one, each one has been a very different animal to us. I suppose the differences will be hugely magnified to us because we're very, you know, obviously we're the ones making it, and 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 there's the whole process which colors what the record is, whereas the sort of the listener only gets to hear the end product. So, right. it's like, how um, long does it take you to find separation so you're not hearing every minute detail? Never. I mean, I was I was at dinner in a friend's house the other night, and on there. Spotify playlist or whatever a song of ours came on and I, I couldn't I couldn't you know I couldn't I couldn't both engage with my friends and listen to it or I, I just I keep hearing flaws in the sort of too much bass in the hi hat sort of bullshit minute that 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 seems to that seems to to scream out at me every time I hear our music and you know in odd places like shopping centers or right. on on the radio or you know stuff that you know we we get it happens a lot here you know i'd be out somewhere and we'd hear a song of ours in a in a, in a store or whereas as opposed to it being in the sort of confines of a studio or you know playing live mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. i think it was beck or something like years ago like his whole thing was he said it's like like he's able to separate it. Like it was like covering himself whenever he hears "loser" anymore. Okay, you know? it's like not yeah. his. Like that's not the case for you, though. That's <laughs> uh, some actually. That's interesting. So the older records would be definitely. So this is what we did. Yeah, the, I would feel quite detached from stuff from yeah early early two thousands that yeah. that you go back and learn and you learn it as a cover. Sometimes you kind of look. You're listening to recordings, going, "What the hell did we do there?" And you're trying to work out chords or sort of shapes or something that you, you you know you would have fashioned way back then and haven't touched since right well this uh this record and and we can get back to more current affairs here but uh but arms is great it, it's and i know the you know the reviews have come back completely positive on them but i want to start with that first song because i love the opening song and it's not completely out of the park different for you guys, but it's different, right? I mean, that it is, yeah. And it was it was definitely a marker to put it first and to sort of start with that sort of palate cleanser from mm -hmm. from where we left off. It's less of a song than a sort of little two and a half minute vibe that sort of hopefully sets the scene for the record. You know, we wanted it to sound ebullient and a bit silly and sort of joyous. Uh, you know a bit unhinged yeah. and hopefully i think i think it works you know i think it sets the tone for the record you know as a as a as a bit of a, a color shift for us pretty well and also the, the statement of you know fail again fail better well that's what i was uh, going to bring up i mean what an yeah. interesting way to get the party started <laughs> fail again, yeah you know, you know i think we I, think, I suppose you know in it, songs are often they're photographs of moments in time where yeah where you might be feeling a certain way that doesn't last, you know, so you sort of, you look at it again later in the cold light of day and, you know, a song like that does an element of, you know, of feeling like we've been banging our head against the wall, trying to sort of get a, catch a break and, and, you know, the beatings will continue until morale improves sort of thing, you know, fail again, <laughs> fail better. That it's a Beckett quote, you know, it's, it's, you know, as our, as our struggle, 
our struggle as mankind is to sort of constantly fail, but you know, hopefully fail a little better. Yeah. Which is a nice uh, seg then to, uh, you know, when I listen to Sons and Daughters and then straight to Out of Love, I mean, there definitely seems like a thread there, uh, almost uh, to what you were just saying there uh, about mankind. Yeah, I mean, Sons and Daughters is one that's been percolating for a while. The notion of what sort of planet we're leaving for our sons and daughters and uh, how well or otherwise we're doing it sharing this planet and and uh, and taking care of it or or not and you know i didn't want to get into dad rock but hey i'm a dad and <laughs> and hopefully we still rock a little bit and you know we, you're right about first and foremost your sort of ex- first-hand experience as a human on this earth and that's one of the big pre um one of the things that that's sort of been preoccupying us, I suppose, a lot is is having young kids and just you know seeing the world through their eyes a little more and sort of no longer being the freewheeling uh, crazy rock and rollers that we used to be. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think of all the crazy things that are happening in our political system over here in the states. It, it, that's one of the things that that kind of frightens me the most. What's happening with the EPA, and I I, I think that's why those songs stood out because. You know, I mean, the way we connect with songs, this is what you're seeing in the world. And of course, it's coming back to you and it's going into your writing. And this is what I'm feeling in the world. And suddenly I hear that and it's like, that's everything that I want to say right now. There's there's sort of uh, degrees of bad behavior around this subject. And I mean, outright denial is and it's a sort of in a sinister sort of way. It's not a sort of burying your head in the sands like I don't want to hear it. It's it's actually a concerted effort to deny that it's happening. Right. That's pretty scary. Yeah, I mean, I, I suppose it, there was one, a lot of imagery that sort of would have inspired that song. One being seeing aerial photographs of these collections of plastics that are in the Pacific that are these huge land masses, effectively now, where all this plastic is gathered and it's formed. Like, they're like islands. What look, yeah, they are, and you know, there's some crazy statistic that in uh, by the, by 2050 there'll be more plastic in the sea than fish. Oh, <laughs> oh. it's just mind-boggling. That hurts. Then on the more, well, I think op- I think it's sorry. I think it is our job though to document these things and to speak to these things and not and not avoid them. And it's it's a tricky thing to do with music and and trying to be sort of with this record is trying to be a little looser and, and joyous and, and and musically musically it's for us it, it's been really great fun and we've put a band together. There's three of us who are the core band and we've added another two musicians who are very much in that spirit as well of sort of communal sort of fun in that sort of almost like that um stop making sense that talking heads tour and that that era of that of those performances had a great sort of joy to them and we feel like we're in that sort of zone you know and while addressing these pretty heavy subjects that there's a juxtaposition there but i think it's a welcome one i think when you if you address these really heavy subjects often in a, in a very obvious sort of heavy downer sort of way they can have less impact than when you address them in a sort of very up sort of way on on the more i guess um on the flip side of all that on the fun more beautiful optimistic side uh the song and i know you've told this story a lot and i apologize but the song about uh reading the story or seeing the story about the lady who hears music for the first time right um yeah that's that's a a song called take your sweet time and um there's a, a lady in in the uk named joanne milne i came across a YouTube clip of her hearing for the first time. She was at age 40. She had her ears switched on effectively. It's a, a procedure uh, which involves a cochlear implant. And you know, there's lots of them out there now, but I think it was one of the, the early pieces of footage of this, uh, of this transformation, you know, and, and 
just imagining that that how overwhelming that that must be to have a sense switched on like that and the nurse is just reciting the days of the week and she's losing it she's just so overcome and in floods of tears and i think everyone who's watched it must have had the same reaction you know it's just the most moving thing occasionally in the sort of noise of of what gets thrown at us online and the sort of numbing effect of that there are these things that shine through that that are still really affecting i, I find and and so it's it's an attempt i suppose to to think about what music must be like when you discover it at age 40 having never heard and sort of what a beautiful thing that may or may not be i mean, I mean it may be too much I mean, i've actually i reached out to her on twitter and i've been in touch with her and and talking to her about about her experience enjoying music for the first time and she said yeah it's 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 baby steps you know she couldn't go straight for the the full sort of spectrum she had to sort of you know get in gently yeah. um you know and, and I, we, we we quote a, a lyric from uh wichita lineman in, in that song you know and i need you more than want you and i want you for all time which to me is is my favorite line ever and it's one of my favorite songs and i love how that's put together and i You've been trying to get to get her to, to listen to that song because it's it's so sumptuous and beautifully put together. I don't think she's quite ready for that sort of <laughs> level of orchestration and stuff. I think she's she's more. Um, what is she listening to? She is listening to some classical music, but mm-hmm. but um, yeah, hopefully I, she will make it to to Wichita Lineman. I think so interesting when you're writing a song like that. Then and so you've got this concept, and it's a beautiful concept. You know, here you are almost like putting together your own piece of music that she would hear for the first time. Yeah. That. I mean, yeah. Do, you, do you have to pay extra attention to the, de- did you have to pay extra attention to the detail of the music because of the theme of it all? We try to, yeah, we try to make it sumptuous and, and, and uh, a quite a sort of broad spectrum and quite, you know, it, it's, it's, it, it, it goes off in the middle of the song and this sort of musical uh, interlude that, that was very definitely sort of ear candy. It, we wanted to really sort of hammer home <laughs> some some of that beauty, you know, in the in the sort of synth guitar strings world. And uh, it's a you know, it's a bit of an epic. It's almost seven minutes long, I think. But it, we wanted it to be one of those sort of big sumptuous songs. Yeah. It was interesting, sort of tackling and having that brief, you know, beyond the lyrics and the narrative that 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 it left, that it had that it's that it had that job to do also, you know, so that was, it feels great that we've, we've, I feel achieved it. Yeah. Uh, she's, she's listened to it actually. And, and, uh, and she's, she, we're going to be in the UK next year. She's going to come see us play. She hasn't been to a whole lot of live shows because I imagine it's a little right. overwhelming and she has to wear, uh, ear protection, but uh, she's going to come see us. She lives in, in Newcastle in the North of England. So, it's so cool. Hopefully, I mean, hopefully, hopefully, the live version will do it for her too. It's it becomes so much more than a song, you know. It's it's just so many layers to that. I guess it, Great. beyond yeah, the song, yeah. yeah. It's almost like uh, it's almost, I don't know. It's almost like if you're spinning your life in three D and then you finally get to step around. I guess, but yeah, it's a very satisfying to, thing to do as an artist is to is to make that connection, you know. And not just with her. It's like people people are really moved by the story, and when we play it live, it seems to be it seems it, it has a real connection, you know. Well, I'll wrap up by saying the whole album it really is uh, it has that sentiment all over it. Just a, a fantastic, beautiful. You've done it again. Seventeen years. I'll keep throwing <laughs> that at you. Still making them. Still writing the good songs. Still shoveling, man. Yeah. <laughs> Still shoveling. <laughs> thanks, Kyle. All right. Thanks, Paul. It was good talking to all you. All right. You too, man. All right. Bye.